Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well met, fellow adventurers. I am still in Dragon Wrath. Gonna do the adventure I said I would do last time. The missing miners in his private room at the back of Cinder Hall. The elder Thrombeck tells you that two of his best miners have recently gone missing while exploring a nearby cave. A task they undertook at his behest. Start the adventure. Come back. Upon arriving in Dragonwrath. You're promptly summoned before Lorek Thumbrek, the town's protector and overseer of the Blackgate Mine. Blackgate Mine. In his private room at the back of Cinder Hall, the elder Thunback tells you that two of his best miners have recently gone missing while exploring a nearby cave. The task they undertook at his behalf. I shall bear the blame for it if the worst has happened, he says. For that isn't what troubles me. I'd rather not have to relate any grim news to their families. They will, of course, do so, should it come to that. But I'd prefer not to entertain such unpleasant thoughts. When you ask Slylock why the miners were exploring the cave, his gaze momentarily shifts to his feet, before again returning to meet your questioning stare. There's nothing else you must know, he says. All I will say that pertains to the matter is that morale among those who work the mine is already shaky. If word of this were to get out in an inappropriate way, well, things could get worse, and that wouldn't help anyone. Will you accept the job? I'll pay you 1,000 gold to enter the cave and seek out my missing men. Okay, so, few options. Decline the task. Attempt to bargain with Lyawak. Accept the task for 1,000 gold. Or use divination. I'll use divination first. You succeeded. 4 XP to divination. 
you channel your power of divination and immediately sense that Luwak has not told you the entire truth. You also sense that he is genuinely concerned for the missing men. Accept the task for 1,000 gold or bargain or decline. Attempt to bargain. Luwak seems initially put off when you attempt to bargain him. But he seems to carefully consider your bold request for more gold. Pick a number. Bonus of 40. 20 from diplomacy. 10 from mind. 10 from aura. Need 75 or more to get even more money. Pick now. 139 is a success. 16 XP to diplomacy. Your attempt to bargain with Larok plays off very well, he says, frowning. I can offer you 2,000 gold, no more. Okay, I'll take the task for 2,000 gold. In fact, I'd have probably took it for free, but I'm not going to tell you that. Larok nods and tells you he's certain you'll be able to discover the fate of the missing miners. As I mentioned, morale is already shaky. The more quickly and quietly... This can be done, the better. Please. Okay. Lewick tells you the cave the two men, Struick and Larn, were sent to investigate is known as Storm Shelter Cave and is located only a mile north of town. They were to explore several shafts that were dug into the back of the cave many years ago, he says. I hoped that we might find an endeavour in the cave worthy of our attention. I still hope for that. But that's that is hardly a priority now. I want nothing more than the safe return of Larn and Struick. Loric takes you over to a table on the far side of the room upon which a tattered map is spread. He points to a spot north and east of Dragonwaff. There is Storm Shelter Cave, he says. Of our missing men who are in there, I want them brought back safely. No matter what, I need to learn their fate. You tell Loic that you would explore Storm Shelter Cave and either return with the rescued men, if indeed they have fallen prey to some peril in the cave, or with news of their fate. He meets you in a shoulder cross and then pours you a steaming mug of Palo. As I said, this must be done quickly and quietly, he says taking a timid sip from his own paleo vessel. I realise I realise I'm repeating myself, but cannot stress this enough. Morale is already shaky in amongst the miners. The disappearance of Sturik and Lard, if it must become known, is likely to make matters much worse. Curious about why Lurik speaks if no one else knows about the missing men, you boldly inquire. He promptly sets down his palo and folds his arms across his chest. Only my brother Jennywick and I know that Larn and Stuart go to explore the cave, he says, its tone suddenly grave. Stuart and Larn didn't even know they were going to the cave to the reporter to me two days ago for what they were told was going to be a trip to Archerwald. Routine check of our most important early staging area for the Silver Wagons. They've done it numerous times before. Oh, Archerwald has a link. 
Arkworld is a small but vibrant settlement situated several miles west of the town of Dragonwath on the northeast shoulder of Barrowlock. Arkworld is home to a band of mercenaries, many of them adventurers, both former and current, under the employ of Magyar Hawthorne, a warrior whose monster slaying feats has earned him a fearsome and well deserved reputation. The town serves as a staging area for silver shipments leaving Dragonwath. Here, the wagon caravans acquire a small guard of mercenaries, Ruggigar Hawthorne's men, who protect both the valuable quarry and those who transport it. Durek tells you that the trip to the nearby town of Arkworld and back normally takes three days which means the two men won't be missed by anyone for at least the next 24 hours, giving you what he hopes will be ample time to complete your exploration of the cave. When you inquire further about the task that sent the two miners to Storm Shelter Cave, Yorak immediately shakes his head. You need not concern yourself with that, he says flatly. You need only find and return with them if they are alive or reveal to me what became of them if they are not. Eager to investigate the cave and find the missing miners, you bid farewell to Lyrock and tell him he will begin the task at once. You mustn't tarry, but be on your guard, he says, as he shows you out of the room and into Cinder Hall's main chamber. I don't wish to send someone else out looking for you. Somewhat taken aback by the unexpected warning, you cast Lorek a quizzical look, but it seems to take no notice of it. Instead, he wishes you luck and closes the door. What happens if I seek him out? You make an inquiry and learn that Lorek is not currently in. I don't know when he'll be back, says an older man who offers you a mug of paleo. Perhaps if you call again sometime, we'll be able to meet with you. After a quick bit of paleo, you thank the man uh, man, and make your way out of Cinder Hall. Well, I'm not sure if he's really out or he's just saying he's out because he doesn't want to be bothered. I mean, when, when, you're, when you're the feudal lord of the town, you can do that sort of thing. Oh, wait, wait. I, time to re-equip. We equip guys that neck, 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 neck armor, neck armor. Snake's head medallion. There we are. And west. Okay, let's go to Storm Shelter Cave. Which is new there. Dead, Deadman's Dark Cave was a one off thing you can only go to with the quests. So it's no longer there. Storm Shelter Cave. You're standing just before the broad, jagged mouth of a cave, the edge of a small bog just over a mile north and east of Dragonwrath. A strange, pungent odour wafts out of the shadows and assails your senses. Storm Shelter Cave is not yet cleared, it's on normal difficulty. Oh, so this is another one of those clearable dungeons. Just like the one... Just like the Echoing Depths, one that I found a couple of episodes ago. Enter the cave. 
You're standing just inside the broad, jagged mouth of Stormshelter Cave. To the east, a wide tunnel descends gradually, disappearing into the dense, damp gloom after less than a dozen yards. Alright, I'm on the west side. You freeze in mid-step and instinctively draw yourself into a defensive stance as a large black shape looms out of the gloom ahead. A split second later, a massive black horn beetle appears at the edge of your light. The aggressive carnivore immediately charges, its long barbed horn thrusting wildly in the air as it swiftly bears down on you. It's a large black horn beetle. And, it, and the massive beetle thrusts its deadly barbed horn at you. And I'm swinging my deadly mice at it, and it savagely gnaws me for 13 damage, and is now slain. 5 XP. You step back from the oozing remains of the massive beetle, and spend a few moments dutifully checking over your equipment. At last, ready to continue on, you warily set off along the cave tunnel, your every sense alert for any sign of further danger lurking in the damp gloom. Okay, starting off with uh, exploring the northwest corner. A foul odour wafts out the darkness, seemingly from every direction as you make your way through the cave. Oh, it's another black horn beetle. Yes, frost his barred horn at me. Bash, 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 bash. And is slain for another 5 XP. You step back from the oozing remains of the massive beetle and spend a few moments dutifully checking over your equipment. At last, ready to continue on, you warily set off along the cave tunnel. Your every sensor alert for any sign of further danger lurking in the damp gloom. Okay. Do 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 do. Yep, northeast corner. It's another black horn beetle. Just gonna quick combat them now. 5 XP. The end. The end of the cave tunnel seems to have been extended by human endeavour for several yards. All signs seem to indicate the toil to lengthen the passage was done many years ago. Hmm. So that's not the miners then. It's another large black horn beetle. Get a quick combat that. 5 XP. Alright, just filling in, filling up the northern side. Black horn beetle. Quick combat. 5 XP. Okay, going along to the southwest corner now. You freeze in mid-step and instinctively draw yourself into a defensive stance as a large black shape rushes out of the gloom ahead. A split second later, a massive black horn beetle appears at the edge of your light. The aggressive carnivore immediately charges its long barbed horn, thrusting wildly at the air as it swiftly bears down on you. All right. Quick combat this large black horn beetle, 5 XP, check over your equipment and move on. To the southwest corner, nothing there. Alright, going along the southern side, nothing there. Okay, hmm. The end of the cave tunnel appears to have been extended by human endeavour for several yards. 
All signs seems to indicate the toil to lengthen this passage was done many years ago. Hmm. So this and the other extended tunnel, they seem to be going to the same place. Hmm. Hmm. Do they think... I guess it's a miner's thing. You can tell somehow if there might be something there. Maybe there was a little snippets of of ore or something that might indicate a vein. Or maybe you, you bash it and it sounds like a vein. I have no idea. Literally no idea how you find out. Mm. Mm. Before you know it might be the moss grows differently. I have no idea how you look in a mine and find out where where the good stuff might be. <laughs> yes, but presumably there's a lot of tricks to it because miners keep finding metal. And they're not they've not had to and they've not had to dig up entire counties to do it. So they just go where the metal is. Yes. Alright, now making my way to the southeast corner. Now to north, and then I'll be on the, another passage that seems to close in on the same place on the eastern side. Alright, one more north, and that will be the final square of this entire cave. What's another large black horn beetle? I sort of wandered around because I wanted to check I'd been everywhere. And I think I have. It's not actually that large a cave, this. It'll be around about 10 by 10. Let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Yeah, but it's about a 10 by 10 dungeon. But of course, it's all twisty and turny within that area. Well, it's a lot smaller than the one that I did two episodes ago. But it is bigger than other other dungeons. It's a medium-sized dungeon. Okay, now, exploring the last square, it's on the eastern side. Suddenly, frantic shouts suddenly erupt out of the darkness ahead. With it for your heart pounding, you rush forward, momentarily casting caution aside as you instinctively seek out the source of the desperate cries. The cave tunnel swiftly opens onto a broad space at the end of the passage there, amidst the deep gloom of an expansive doom domed chamber. A sight both hopeful and horrifying greets your widening eyes. Two men, bloodied, seemingly bare able to sand, perched precariously on the narrow shelf of rock on the far side of the chamber. Below them, swarming only a couple of feet beneath the ledge upon which they stand, are six massive black horn beetles. You realise at once you've located the missing miners. The frenzied beetles continually lunge upwards, attempting to reach their cornered prey. Having spotted your lights, the men immediately cry out. Their voices distorted as they echo off the sprawling plate spaces high ceiling. 
as you begin to move towards the beleaguered pair. One of their shouts, clearer than the rest, reaches your ears. It's a warning that sends your pulse racing. Behind you! Low to ignore the swarm of beetles that have likely taken notice of your intrusion. You spin around and find yourself confronted by two of the deadly horned predators. Moving swiftly, you position yourself to face the charge of the first beetle and hurriedly assume a combat-ready stance. It's a large black horned beetle, thrusts its deadly barbed horn at you and is slain. 5xb with your eyes watering from the repulsive odour rising up from the oozing remains of the slain beetle, you turn to face the second of the charging creatures. It's a large, another large black horn beetle. Frosts its deadly horn at me, and is slain, 5xp. Winded, winded, and bathed in sweat, you step away from the carcass of the second beetle, and spin around to find the six black forms previously attempting to reach the two-trap man. Men are now swiftly bearing down on you. The clatter of their thick, spiny legs as they scrape across the cave floor echoes ominously through the surrounding darkness, realising that either flight nor retreat are likely viable options. You bravely maintain a defensive posture, as your mind races to determine your next course of action. So I have a few options. I could flee from the chamber. Just hold my ground and engage the beetle horde. Just fight them straight off. I could use gating, fortification, telekinesis or archery. Hmm. I don't really know what fortification will do. So I'll give that a shot. You succeed. 8xp to fortifications. You channel your power of fortifications, and a shimmering field of silver sparkles takes form in front of you, only a split second before the arrival of the beetle horde. The first two black horns slam into your magical barrier, a topple over onto their backs, stunned by the force of the impact. Wasting no time, you step forward, and deal each of the weaving creatures a savage, decisive blow. With grim determination, you immediately turn your attention to the remaining four beetles. Shouting for the two men to remain where they are, you bravely engage the first of the four remaining beetles, now swarming around you. It's a large black horn beetle, one of four, Thrusts its deadly barbed horn at you, and is slain. 5xp, ignoring your own ragged breathing, the ache in your limbs, you boldly meet the, ne- meet, meet the frenzied attack of the next beetle. It's two or four now. Another large, it savagely gnawed me for a bit of damage. Oh, I can, I can heal between the fights. The massive black horn beetle collapses into a shattered, oozing heap at your feet. Ignoring your own ragged breathing and the ache in your limbs, you boldly meet the frenzied attack of the next beetle. Beetle 3, savagely ignored at me for, I don't know, 8 damage or something, and is slain. 
5 XP. A massive black horn beetle collapses into a shattered, oozing heap at your feet. Ignoring your own ragged breathing and the ache in your limbs, you boldly beat the frenzied attack of the last beetle. It's a large black horn beetle, 4 of 4. Thrusts its deadly barbed horn at you and is slain. 5 XP. The massive black horn beetle collapses into a shattered, oozing heap at your feet. Stepping back from the remains of the last beetle, you quickly survey the surrounding darkness, seeking any sign of more black horns. Confident that no more of the foul creatures are lurking anywhere nearby, you rush forward to meet the two men who have, who have climbed down from their perch and are moving slowly and unsteadily in your direction. You have indeed found the two missing miners, Shurik and Lan, both of them bloodied and battered, initially seem almost incapable of standing. After meeting both men in shoulder crosses, however, they tell you they're ready to follow you out of the cave. Can't believe we lasted as long as we did against those things, says Lan, his wide-eyed expression portraying the terror of his ordeal. Don't know if I'll make it. But I'm not going to die in here. Shurik nods and tells you when they first entered the cave almost two days ago, it was empty. I don't know where those beetles came from, he says, still breathing dead heavily. There must have been dozens and dozens of them. Until you showed up, I'd given up on ever getting out of here. Thank you. Realising you can't afford to linger here. You tell the two men to stay behind you and to follow closely as heels. Then, with every sense alert for the first sign of danger, you cross the dome chamber and begin the arduous task of leaving your wounded charges out of the cave. Okay, I can heal. Look, a foul odour wafts out the darkness, seemingly from every direction, as you cautiously make your way through the cave. Lana Stewart, both severely wounded, stumble along at your heels. The dungeon is not yet cleared, so there are still more beetles about. And there's one of them, it's a large black horn beetle. I'm just going to kill it quick. 5 XP. Lana Stewart, move up to your side as you step back from the oozing carcass of the slain beetle. Both men stare down in horror at the remains of the massive, massive creature. To make a quick check of your equipment, you instruct your charges to follow you closely as you once again resume your trek out of the cave. Looks like I kept they spit their beetles' attention on me. It's another large black horn, slaying it. All right, it's the same five XP, and Luwak and Stan are fine. Well, they're scared, but they're fine. They're not, you know, physically hurt anymore. Another large black horn beetle. Quick combat. 5 XP. And they are spooked. Quick combat that one. Yep, 5 XP. Lan and Stuick are once again spooked. Now, let's get them out of this cave. Quick combat. 
5xp. Alright, to the exit. To the exit quick. Suddenly. Daylight! Grass lawn rushing ahead, despite a considerable limp, and covering the, la the few remaining yards of the tunnel with surprising swiftly. Shurik only smiles and walks along at your side, favouring his white leg, which is riddled with several long gashes, painful reminders of the deadly denizens of the damp, gloomy lair. I can think of a thousand places I'd rather seek shelter from his storm, he says, managing a smirk as he alludes to the cave's name. Thousand and one. Yes. Yes. Well. <laughs> How many can you name, audience? <laughs> yes. Yes, can you? Can we get to one thousand better places to shelter from the storm than a, than a cave filled with giant carnivorous beetles that want to eat your face and the rest of you too? Well, yeah, you can, but I've not... It would be nice if someone commented. I mean, you have to be listening on Breaker Audio to do that, because that's the only podcast... That's one of the few podcast platforms that actually allows comments on individual episodes. I think others I think others have allowed compact com comments on the podcast in general. But individual episodes it's mostly breaker orders, probably a few others. Because there's loads of them, but anyway. Anyway, I'll continue in the game. Once outside the cave, the three of you spend several minutes Breathing deeply as you rid your lungs of the damp, stale air of the cave. Despite the severity of their wounds, both Larn and Sturrock seem in good spirits. As they repeatedly thank you for rescuing both, rescuing them from the vile horde of Blackhorns. Hmm. It's a pity it hasn't occurred to Zoop to use his power of restoration. I'll be the first to tell old Lo. Lorek, we've no business poking around in Stone Shelter Cave. Storm Shelter Cave, says Sturrock, shaking its head. Those old tunnels need nowhere. There's nothing that makes me think there's any silver in there. Tarn nods in, Lan nods in agreement, grimacing as he tightens the torn piece of his shirt tied around his upper left arm. Right, he says, turning to you and Sturrock in turn. Now, can we please get out of here? Upon returning to Dragonwrath, the three of you make your way to Cinder Hall, where you're greeted by an overjoyed Lorik Thornbuck, Dragonwrath's protector, promptly ushers you into his pri private room, the back of his hall, and listens intently as you relate to him the details, the events that unfold in the beetle-infested cave. Very alarming, he says, as you, Larn, and Struick conclude your combined and somewhat muddled. Narrative. I'll be the first to admit that the decision to explore that cave was mine, and mine alone. I will bear the blame for what happened in there. I mean, it's not like it had beetles. Don't be too hard on yourself. It didn't have beetles in it when they went exploring. They just turned up. And quite frankly, if beetles can just turn up, they can just turn up anywhere, can't they? 
Thankfully, you, you three have returned to us. Things might have been much worse. Doesn't take much imagination to see that. Lurik calls for Dragon Wass' well-respected healer, a grey-bearded man named Darwin, and immediately sets into work tending the wounds of Larn and Sturik. Yep, because it just didn't occur to me to do it myself. Before you leave, leave room in Lurik's company, both rescued men again thank you, each of them promising to somehow repay the favour someday. Now, you don't have to do it. I've I've already been paid for this. Once outside the womb, Lorik closes the door, and the two of you stroll to the far side of the Grand Hall's chamber. There, the older Thrumbreg presents you with a sack containing the gold you were promised. Two thousand gold tokens! Success is... Where the elusive when you employ the proper people to achieve it, he says, smiling. You're making your mark here. That much is beyond any doubt. I'd like to know I can count on your help from time to time. A man whose favour is difficult to win, Zoop. But, but that favour is, I promise you, worth its weight in gold. Or as we prefer to say here in Dragonwath. Silver. Suddenly, as if struck by a notion he's only just remembered, Lorik's face adopts a somewhat whimsical expression. He reaches out into his pocket on his vest and retrieves a silver, skull-shaped amulet attached to a thin chain which he then hands to you. It's an unidentified silver skull amulet. This amulet, which hangs hangs from a thin chain is crafted out of a thick piece of silver carved into the shape of a skull. Two hollow eye sockets have been gorged into the front of the piece lending its eerie visage a grim, almost sinister look. This amulet was given to you as a gift by Lorak Thrombrak after you rescued the two missing miners from Storm Shelter Cave. According to what Lorak has told you the amulet was given to him by his father, and was originally the property of his great-grandfather, Bograth. I'll have to try to that to identify that as soon as the adventure ends. That was given to me by my father. Years ago, says Lyric, he told me it belonged to my great-grandfather, Brogmarth, to whom we in Dragomath owe so much. Want you to have it, someone like you, an adventurer, I mean, could have put a piece like that to good and proper use. There are enchantments laid upon it, or so I've always been told, except the amulet, I guess. You thank Lilac for his amulet. He nods and tells you not to be put off by its rather grim appearance. You look down at the silver amulet, only to find that gazing at the skull shaped piece leaves you with an eerie unsettled feeling yes i know that feeling well he says apparently having taken notice of the slight change in your demeanor i've always felt much the same whenever i looked at it still if you're able to identify the enchantments it bears it will probably prove to be of some use to you take good care of it you spend nearly a half an hour conversing with lyrock 
and quickly discovered Dragonborn's possessor was well versed on all manner of subjects and in possession of a keen mind and a sharp wit. More than once, Lorex suddenly excuses himself, returns to his private room, where Lan and Struik are receiving treatment from the healer, Durin. He always returns, less than a minute later, and tells you he's certain both men will make a full recovery. At length, you bid him, bid him farewell, and make your way out of Cinder Hall, eager to put the man at manner of Storm Shelter Cave and its gruesome, Horned inhabitants out of mind. Loak sees you in the hall's massive, sees you to the hall's massive doors, and tells you to stop in him and see him whenever you're in Dragonwrath. In that instant, the precise moment you're la- you last lock eyes with Loak, that you sense something that you can't quite put your finger on. You believe there is more to the Elder Thronblet than that which you, and perhaps. Most everyone else are pleasantly aware of. Before your silent eyes continue, however, you step out of the street, and and the doors to Cinder Hall close at your heels. That finishes this adventure, getting me one thousand and twenty-four experience to general. Now let's go identify that thing we just got. Use a Carnia. 16 XP to Arcania. It's the Amulet of Quietus. Alright. Let's, let's see. Amulet of Quietus. Ooh, it's pretty good. It's 4 melee rating, 8 stamina points, 2 Neville Reserve, 2 Aura. It requires 60 lore to equip. This is the Amulet of Quietus. An artifact that is believed to have belonged to the infamous adventurer and necromancer, Bringualia. The amulet, which hangs from a thin chain, is crafted out of a thick piece of silver carved into the shape of a skull. Two hollow aisle sockets have been gorged into the front of the piece, lending it its, ve- gri- its eerie visage a grim, almost sinister look. You received this amulet as a gift from Lyric Thornback. After, hmm, after after you rescued two missing miners from Stormwalk Tota Cave, Lyric tells you the amulet was given to him by his father. It was originally belonged to his great grandfather, Brogmoth. Now, who is Bringawa? Bringawa, already an accomplished adventure and renowned woodsman. An accomplished thief. In, the, in his middle years, the legendary Bingrawa turned his attention to the dark craft of necromancy and readily ma- mastered the sinister magical discipline. Bingrawa is known to have possessed the Sword of Blessed Night, a powerful weapon forged ages ago in the fire pits of Hunlarin and once the very blade wielded by a renegade demon lord, Kijuat. It's not known how Bilgara came to possess the swords. As legends have it, the sword that Bagrana so prized began to take possession of him. Especially until all reason was replaced by malice. Soon after acquiring the blade, Bagrana formed an army of mercenaries, 
and conquered a small portion of northwest Tulsa. He set himself up as king of this new territory and took his throne in the ancient ruins of a castle. The kingdom that Bulgaria rules would last less than a month. The Tyson army crushed the entirety of his forces in a single battle, a battle in which Bulgaria himself was slain. Little was known of the history of the sword of Blessed Knight from that point onwards. It's believed the weapon has passed into different hand, hands over the years since Bulgaria's death. It's also believed that evil and destruction has followed the swords into the hands of its possessors. Okay, what well, is is Honarim? Does that have a place? Oh, it does. The shadowy Neville realm of Honarim, floating in the band of fire, a realm of fire and smoke in the depths of the Nevelus, is home to a vast plain marked with broad and supposedly bottomless pits of fire. According to what little knowledge exists of this world, it is believed that many objects of great power have been forged in the fires of this realm over the ages. Alright, who's this Kindrak? Does he have a link? Yes, yes he does. A demon Kindrak, a demon lord hailing from an unknown realm deep within the black reaches of the Nevenus. Kindrak raised a long and bloody war against the greater demons that had created him. The human-sized Kindrak, through strength, the legends say, was equal to two mountain giants, forged a weapon designed to slay his demon overlords, the very beings that had brought him into existence. The weapon became the Sword of Blessed Light, a fearsome long, long sword that ended the life of hundreds of demons in Kildrak's quest to destroy the wickedness of his master. Kildrak was ultimately slain by Joreth, though there are some accounts that claim Ichthion himself killed the Wenegain demon. Upon his death, Kildrak's spirit is said to have escaped the Nevenus, taking with it the Sword of Blessed Light. It is believed that Kildrak's spirit hid the weapon somewhere in the world of of Swift, hoping to some day return and reclaim it. Okay, and that's that. Thing is, we didn't quite, we didn't finish off Storm Shelter Cave. We didn't clear it out. So let's just clear that out. Now, of course, five XP for another Black Horn Beetle. I don't know if it would have. More beetles would have come in while I was away. Don't think so. Large black horn beetle slain. Five XP. Yeah, just gonna just gonna finish this off because I mean I started it, so I'll finish. Okay. Yep. Just going around, walking around. Yep. Just randomly wandering about, really. Just looking for all the beetles, so I can slay them. Slaying all the beetles. Beetles with an A, with an E, with two E's. So, yep, it's okay. 
Yeah, just gonna don't know how long it'll take to finish all these off. Okay. So what does that place I found them look like now? Let's just see and you're standing in a vast stone chamber at the northern end of the cave passage. It was here that you found Stuart and Lan, the two missing miners, surrounded by a horde of massive black horn beetles. The expansive chamber is presently empty. Okay, so you can go back there. It says, hey, you did things here. Isn't that neat? Yeah, just randomly wandering around. I think I've been to every square of this dungeon now. So there's not nothing left to do but just keep keep on wandering. Yes, I'm a wanderer. Yes, I'm a wanderer. I go around, round and slay black on beetles for five XP. Do 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 killing the black on beetles Nothing personal though It's nothing personal suddenly After killing another one suddenly An eerie quiet unexpectedly descends upon Storm Shelter Cave It is temporarily free of beetles Although there's no particular reason to clear of beetles because no one's going to go back there. I guess some people might shelter in it from storms, but that's pretty unlikely. Success. You have cleared Storm Shelter Cave. There may be more to discover. It will reset. 32 XP to general. Tucked away in a broad, refuse-filled alcove of the cave, you discovered a large assortment of items and valuables. Just going to take a lot of stuff so I can sell it later. Like a plate home. Sturdy. Yeah. And 32 gold. After making a thorough search through the items, you once again set off through the darkness. Head to the cave entrance quickly. Leave the cave. Travel back to Dragon Waff. Let me just check Cinder's Hall. No new quests. Yeah, I can talk to Lyrock now, but no, 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 no new, no new quests in Dragon Waff. So I'm going to save the game, and next time, next time, hmm, where to go next time? Maybe, hmm, might as well go to the opposite end of the kingdom. In I've climbed the southeast, so I'll go to the northwest, to the village of Deepwell, where there is another quest. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. Oh, and no, no particular events. All right, that might be what I do. Or it might not. But anyway, until then, farewell, fellow adventurers.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.